down the lane. Two-pointer, no good. McIntosh with the rebound. Up the McIntosh. Stuck through there. And look at her drive. Aaron McIntosh has it going. Another episode of Dinos Unfiltered coming at you. Jeremy Lee, Max Sterling, back with you in the new year. New decade. Even. New decade, man. What's oh. good? Oh, yeah. It's great. We were talking about maybe some things we got for Christmas or whatever. My favorite thing that I got for Christmas, we upgraded our phone, cell phone plan. 10 Gs now. Nice. That's actually clutch. Is, is it the new Rogers plan where no. you, you can go 10 Gs and then you can go over? They just throttle your data? Uh, Telus does the same thing too. Okay. I think they're they're kind of all yeah. competitive with each other. Like so. in in a sense, like unlimited data. Right. Yeah. Just with a big caveat, but yeah, yeah. nice. But, but no, I don't think I'll ever hit ten Gs. But I just yeah. it's that peace of mind thing, right? Of course, so. of course. Yeah, it's 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 nice to just like you know if you would just want to, you know, laying in bed and you don't want to get up and watch TV, you can just stream Netflix and not even think about it. Oh, so yeah. it's nice. Yeah, it's look good. up stuff and not even care about yeah. it and videos, whatever. Yeah, yeah. that's that's good. Because before I was like sharing two gigs with my wife. It was oh, like two. Yeah, it was. So you watch like a thirty-second YouTube video. I wouldn't watch any videos heated. <laughs> unless if it was on for sure, it was on Wi-Fi. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh, that's good though. Yeah, new nice. life, new year. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, good. Nice. Yeah, no. I, How's your break? It was great. It was really nice. Um, went out to Tofino in California, got some sun, which was awesome. San Diego is a trip, beautiful city, amazing people. Um, so yeah, just, just being able to, you know, walk around in shorts and not even think about it was, was great and didn't really, you know, do Christmas in the sense of getting a lot of gifts. I, I had on Christmas or actually Boxing Day, excuse me, we, um, was able to go to a museum I was looking forward to is the uh, Museum of Photographic Arts in, mm. in Balboa Park and, um, they had an awesome store in there, so I grabbed like a photo book and um, treated myself in that sense. But beyond that, it was it was all just focusing on the trip and exploring and stuff. So, yeah, it, it was awesome. Not not my traditional Christmas, first time not being at home for for the holiday season. But it, it was a, it was a good time. One game that I was really um, enjoying over the holidays was called Bean Boozled. Have you heard of it? Bean Boozled. Yeah. No, no, I've only I've only heard of like the term getting bamboozled or whatever. Right. But so yeah. I think it's a playoff of that. Of but course. essentially, from the makers of Jelly Belly, it's a, a bunch of jelly beans in a in a pot. Okay. And um, each one, uh, each specific one has um, either a good taste or a bad taste to it, but you just don't know which one. So, so you like have a little. <laughs> it's like fifty fifty. <laughs> yeah, it's fifty fifty. You have a little spinner, and it could be like. Buttered popcorn or vomit or something like that. Nice. Yeah. So not uh, quite, n- not quite like Harry level or Harry level, Harry Potter level flavors, but like what, what are those? Well, like like I remember specifically in the first movie where like you have like earwaxed Dang. jelly beans or something, but that would be like a. Well, these are pretty uh, bad. There was like uh, a dead uh, fish. Uh, uh, ooh. Okay. Yeah. There was like yeah, sounds vomit's like, pretty bad. Sounds like a huge liability. Rotten, but, rotten egg. Yeah. 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 Hmm. I was gonna say like if I find one, I might uh, I might bring one in here. Yeah, no, I'd be down. Honestly, I'm I'm always up for those kind of challenges. Like we offer one to our guests, hmm. potentially. Yeah, yeah. Start That'd off the show, That'd and they fun. can guess. Yeah, okay, I like it. Okay. Add it, add it into our uh, content calendar for the remainder of the year. That's right. Yeah, yeah. We got a, we got a lot of ground to cover too for, um, you know, the rest of the season. Of course, some 
lots of teams doing really well and uh, are in a prime position to make some noise in the playoffs, not just Canada West, but potentially Nationals too. So, Oh, yeah, pretty exciting times here uh, with the Dinos and what happened uh, in hockey since January 1st till now. Sure, yeah, so um, lots of good things for men's and women's hockey. They were on a roll heading into the break. Uh, women's hockey is just killing it right now. They first in Canada West still. Uh, their their last weekend they or this this weekend yesterday and Friday they they split Manitoba. So first time in eleven games that they didn't register a point, and in those eleven games they won ten of them. So they like unprecedented roll. Every everyone's rolling. Uh, the the offensive bus is being driven by like four different players and Kelsey Roberts is having her best year as a dyno. Uh, so everything's clicking and then the men um it's hard to imagine Kelsey getting better. Well, it it's crazy like, you know, like she by her standard she regressed last year. Her her save percentage was like it the 2 years prior was like 940 or something and then, you know, she was a scrub last year and had a 929 save percentage. So um but yeah, she's like over 940 right now like most minutes in Canada West I'm pretty sure so but yeah if for women's hockey they're killing it men they split Manitoba they lost yesterday so they they gave up or they their eight game win streak ended but they are currently in second in Canada West in a, in a bye position and they clinched on Friday they clinched a playoff spot so they can mail it in in theory and still make the playoffs they're not going to do that obviously their team is super structured and they have a couple guys who are really rolling Matt Alfaro and Coda Gordon to be specific and Greenfield is healthy so he'll take the reins and nets and yeah primed for a good run here well, you also want that first round bye right? oh no absolutely and I don't remember the last time men's hockey got a first round bye because you generally see Alberta number one and Sask number two and Sask is they regressed a little bit this year and they're kind of right in the conversation for that second spot. So it's going to be, it's going to be a great race to the end to see who gets that by. And then, you know, the women are in, in a great position to get a first round by as well. So that it's um, really good for, for the hockey front. I guess we'll shift for you. Um, Want to touch on volleyball? Yeah, just a little bit here. Uh, they started out the new year out in Manitoba against the Bisons. Bison, bison, Bi- bisons, bisons, the bisonies. Um, yeah, at the IAGC there, and yeah, the women look great, and Kate Pexman back in uniform, huge. So that's a big yeah. deal. Yeah. Um, still playing libero, but I mean, it, I think just having her presence on the court really changes things. It's massive, especially heading into nationals coming up in March. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, they picked up a couple key victories there, which they needed. And, uh, yeah, it was just a, a good way to start the new year because they ended up a couple losses against Trinity Western coming out of 2019 there. But uh, even in those losses, they there was a lot to a lot of good things to take away from. And, you know, that's one of the top teams in the country. Yep. And they hung, a, hung in there right with them. So um, I think they're better than their uh, record indicates for 4-10 and ten right now. Right. Um, still trying to get into Canada West playoffs, but uh, and three teams have already clinched a playoff spot. So yeah. time now's the time to make a move. Yeah, best best time of year, just down the stretch. Like oh, games yeah. get tighter. Yeah, the intensity intensity Absolutely. ramps up. It's such you're it's, checking in on other scores yeah. and yeah yeah, it, yeah. It's such a good time to be 
you know, not a neutral fan, but just, you know, watching everything going on, it's awesome. And men are at 6-6. Six and six. Uh, They split their games against Manitoba, and uh, they're holding down the eighth and final playoff spot right now. So, yeah, they just need to keep it up, and uh, I think they'll have a good chance at making playoffs. And yeah. they spent their bye week this past week in San Diego. Yes. Yes, they did. Jealous. Yeah. No, it's yeah, super nice. We, like... I missed a bowl game by a day. Oh. Went went to the San Diego Zoo and the entire Iowa State football team was there. Like and their parents and their entourages and stuff. It was crazy. But how crazy was San Diego Zoo though? Hey? Oh, it was wild. Um, super busy. Like we went on Christmas Day and it wasn't as busy as uh, as we expected. Like, you know, with Balboa Park, we went Boxing Day as well. So you kind of, you know, you get a sense of how big the park is, whatever. And Boxing Day was packed. Like. I had never seen anything that busy, but Christmas you we had a little bit, little bit of wiggle room in terms of you know space in the park and whatever. So, yeah, it was great. And then men's and women's basketball, yeah. they are just killing it yeah, right now. Doing all right. A combined twenty-four and undefeated. So yeah, they're just unreal right now. And yeah. you know, talking to Erin McIntosh, she was saying this is uh, one of the best teams she's ever played with, and she's yeah. excited for what this team can potentially do. Yeah. Absolutely, and even if a team, whether it's men's or women's, they have a lull in one of their games, they've proven time and time again that they can reset and come back, and no better example than last night in Lethbridge, a 50-point second half, and they end up winning by seven oh, yeah. um, or six, whatever it was. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're just rolling right now. It's going to be fun to watch. So a really entertaining conversation with Aaron coming up for you yeah she was great thank you for all our uh, contributors to the fan mail we always appreciate that and uh, as always Max Effort by you of course and and quickly thank you to all of our listeners for sticking with us heading into the new year is a bit of an extended break for us but certainly happy to be back Aaron McIntosh coming up All right, we are back from the Christmas break with another episode of Dinos Unfiltered. This week we are doing Dinos women's basketball. Jeremy Lee, Max Sterling, and our guest, Aaron McIntosh. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Excited? Yeah. Good to go. A little <laughs> yeah. nervous. So this is your fifth year with mm-hmm. the Dinos. Um, you've done this before. Now coming back from an extended break where there may be some you know, bad food choices, maybe some <laughs> uh, extended stays on the couch. Turkey oh, legs. Turkey legs. Is that what you call it? Well, that's, that. that's what Dave Standish calls it. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> but how do you make sure that you're not out of shape or that you're coming back in, you know, somewhat reasonable condition where Damien's not, you know, after you? <laughs> Well, we definitely have a pretty structured program that we follow through Christmas break. We have like a whole rollover program and uh, Rich Heskis is our strength and conditioning coach and he's one of the best guys that I've ever met. Mm -hmm. And he's got so much experience with like the Flames and so much other strength and conditioning. He's like sponsored by Under Armour. He's sick. So Mm -hmm. he has a whole plan for us. So we did as much as it was a break, we were doing a lot of running Mm -hmm. on our own. So everyone kind of goes home, but we still get those workouts in and then that first practice back that we had we definitely got some sprints in there too (laughs) and and the break even you know obviously like jeremy said you're eating a lot you're relaxing whatever but it's a pretty short break all things considered like you're not gone for 
three weeks like a regular student it definitely felt pretty long this year because i think it was like 34 days from our game like game to game kind of thing our our game before christmas to our first game back against unbc it was like 34 days or something and then we were looking at the numbers and there's only 36 days of regular season left (laughs) after that so it's sort of like oh this is gonna fly by (laughs) so just want to dial it back here aaron um growing up it seems like anyone who plays professional sports or high level sports they have that athlete that inspired them to want to take it seriously (laughs) who was that person for you um i don't know if i could really attribute it to anyone specific one growing up i always like loved michael jordan Mm. um and was just enamored by like the story and uh i think that him and steve nash for sure was another uh pro athlete who i was pretty obsessed with growing up but i wouldn't say that i like followed professional sports really closely growing up i was just about like getting out and doing everything like i did so many sports and i grew up so i wasn't even very focused on basketball as a kid but definitely my dad was the influence kind of guiding me to watch (laughs) some of those games with him and stay involved a little bit but if not basketball what other sport would you be pursuing right now uh i did track for a while i was a middle to long kind of distance runner for quite a while and really liked it but uh, I didn't love the individual part sometimes I really liked having teammates and like the relays were my favorite but like that's not really a thing right (laughs) so (laughs) as much as I loved that and I had a really really good coach um growing up too but then he had to go a different way and so that was sort of part of it too and basketball is just one that I always stuck with but so then these like wind sprints are no problem for you what are you you complaining about (laughs) i'm not complaining i'm just saying we ran a (laughs) lot (laughs) it happened um so at what point did you kind of just start to focus on basketball did it just were you kind of multi-sport all the way through high school or yeah a certain point um i think i especially like junior high did like badminton everything like i used to swim competitively way back in the day but i think I sort of started to focus on basketball more and I think grade 11 was the year that I was sort of like, all right, this is going to be the thing that I'm going to do. And it was also, that was when I started playing junior dinos basketball. It was like the first kind of year that they ran that. And so that was the first time I was exposed to real basketball. I'd kind of played every position on every team until that point. So it definitely opened my eyes a bit to what it was supposed to be like. <laughs> and formerly a member of William Aberhart coming, yep. coming here from the city. Uh, back-to-back city championship finals, I think. We went to the finals. Went to the we finals did not twice. win. <laughs> Those sour grapes. Got to um, show up. That yeah. was cool. <laughs> what, what's, what's your fondest memory from the high school life? Oh, wow. For basketball, anyway. Um, I was really lucky with my high school basketball. We ended up being pretty good all three years, and we weren't really supposed to be. So we ended up going to provincials every year. I got to play up in grade 10 with um, Brianna Galley, who used to play here. So that was an awesome experience and I never thought I would get to play like with her and stuff so I thought that was so cool when I was that age but I think in grade 12 like going as far as we did um nobody expected that of us so it was just like all those road trips with those group of girls like it's just a blast always were you always playing the same position growing up like from from high school to now not at all I didn't grow until grade 10 so I was a point guard for a long time which you would not guess now by my ball handling (laughs) (laughs) regressed a little bit but that's all right but um once I grew I kind of played even here I started as like kind of a 
wing like sort of guard and then um over the years I'm like now this year I'm half playing like post power forward half the time depending on who's on the floor you so like a stretch four well I've been playing the five this year so okay. yeah it's been a big stretch five but <laughs> pretty much a gadget player then just yeah I it depends I guess on the scenario so yeah it's definitely taken some getting used to but I think I'm slowly getting the hang of it but if you're down point guards in a game how confident are you in your ball handling not <laughs> like you wouldn't be the first to volunteer like saying, if i had to help break a press like i can do that okay. i'll like flash middle or something that's not a huge problem usually yeah. but i wouldn't want to I, I get stressed out if i'm that first catch but like i know the plays i can i could sure. run the yeah. play yeah. but i don't think i could but executing it is yeah a, it's, it's a little questionable <laughs> what did your recruitment process look like going into to, <laughs> with the dinos uh my recruitment process is a little bit different than i think most people's on my team so I uh, didn't really get recruited by many schools for a while. I was sort of talking to some coaches, but it's definitely a game the whole way through. So you think that you're doing well with a coach. And then I had one coach kind of like ghost me almost, which sort of sucked. But yeah. Um, and then I was actually on a visit to Lethbridge and the Dinos were playing them. And I knew like over probably half the team at the time, like had been around enough that they knew who I was and some of them had coached me so um we were all talking and then I finally got an email from Damo that weekend it was mid-January and most people sign in like the fall the winter so I didn't end up signing I was really close to going to U of A actually and Mm then um like my parents went to U of A my grandparents so I was super tempted to kind of follow the path but (laughs) I decided that I just couldn't leave the people that because Matt had coached me Catherine who was another assistant coach at the time had coached me quite a bit and I was always so impressed with Damien's coaching but he definitely took his time he just he always told me he just assumed I would play somewhere and they had a they had six seniors the year that would be my first year so I just Mm. wouldn't he's like you're not really gonna play and I was like that's okay (laughs) I'll still come so he kind of we were talking about having a red shirt uh opportunity and so I decided I'd rather because I was looking at that here or that at U of A basically right so I almost picked U of A and then chose UFC and happened to have a really lucky first year got to play instead of redshirt and haven't really looked back what was that transition like though for you you had the chance to play like you said yeah but you know the, the speed's probably different oh Girls for are sure bigger. yeah I was so intimidated uh coming in I was also young so I was 17 coming into mm. the team and there's definitely there's a 27 year old on our team that year so 10 year age gap between <laughs> your youngest and oldest player is pretty significant so it was definitely terrifying I remember the first practice I was almost in tears I was just like getting bodied by everyone and felt like I couldn't keep up couldn't guard anybody like didn't know how to play defense at all for probably the first half of my first year and then finally got some confidence and slowly started to believe in myself a little bit but the coaches believe in you more than you believe in yourself at the beginning was yeah. my experience with it, but huge change. And there's a reason why you're there, right? Like why yeah. you're sought after and they bring you in. Um, do you think the physicality, like going from high school to U sports, do you think that was the biggest thing for you or was it just kind of a mixed bag of everything, whether it be speed or, you know, reading plays quicker? Yeah, I think it's a big mixed bag. A lot of it is IQ as well. Like, I hadn't played with a real post before junior dinos. And even then we only like had a practice and stuff like our season was a couple months maybe. So 
playing with real posts that were like I remember in my first year we played against a girl who was six five and huge and I had to switch on to her one time in a game and it was just the scariest thing that I'd ever done <laughs> I was like about to get rocked but uh I think the physicality is definitely a huge thing and definitely lifting weights helps a lot by the end of it the speed and like the endurance side of things I could kind of keep up with for the most part that was kind of what kept me in it yeah. when I was getting really discouraged track, track from other things too, but like, big, yeah, yeah so that helped a lot but yeah, I think that there's a lot more thinking that goes into it. And like, we'll, we'll watch film. Um, even I think yesterday we were watching or the day before that we were watching uh, the first quarter with Demo and we got through three minutes in about 45 minutes of real time. Just watching, we might yeah. watch maybe three minutes, just discussing every single point, yeah. every single player on the floor and different decisions he could have made and stuff. So, What yeah. what was the, the, the switch over in, in the sense of plays and stuff? Because I know... Again, very limited experience in high school <laughs> playing up to grade 11. But we, from my knowledge of it, we basically had three plays, like three big offensive plays, and then, you know, deviations from them depending right. on what the Different defense gives you. Stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of curious about that. Like, how how big of a shift was it in terms of playbook and especially defensive schemes as well? Uh, I think for us, in my first year for sure, we were, were very conceptual, I guess. So, and that's kind of how it had been with junior dinos as well. So you sort of are trying to understand why you're doing something, not just like, this is the play this and we're running right. this play. Right. So we didn't have many plays. This is the, probably the year that we've had a bit more structure than normal for, from what was normally our standard. But I think defensively getting to know the plays, like we memorize every other team's playbook. Really? Our coaches do so much work. They draw out all the plays and they'll give them all to us. We have the personnel scout on top of that. So you got to know like how you're closing out on a certain person or if they're a driver or a shooter and then like left hand, right hand. Um, and then the plays like we'll be calling uh, another team's plays like as they're calling them. So we kind of like to play that psychological <laughs> game as well. So there's a game I think we were playing Regina a couple of years ago. And they're calling their play and it's Michigan or something. And we're all yelling, Michigan, like watch for this cutter here. And then they ended up changing it the next time. And we got into a bit of uh, some of the girls. I'm not a big trash talker, but some of the other yeah. girls are chatting back and forth. And she's like, you guys are so stupid. We obviously didn't run the same play. And then we had this whole little beef for a little bit with this girl, but it was a whole situation for a while. But we like to, we like to call the other team's plays and then, uh, let them know we know exactly what's coming next which i think i would be rattled no one's ever really done that to us but i think i would be pretty rattled by that if someone i'm about to go and set this screen or something and they already know that it's coming it's pretty tough to play against on a surface level what was the success rate when you would call it the other team's plays like do they screw up or did they adjust quickly well there has been times that we're like no you're supposed to cut here and the girl was like oh but um that only happened once or twice um but yeah i think that the thing is like you'd think that if we're calling what's happening they would do something else but there's only so many options and so right. you're kind of forcing them into an option and they know it and you know it so it's i don't know i really like that part of the game that we end up playing so yeah throughout all your years with the dinos you've seen your points per game just creep up every year um what can you attribute the improvement to i think you just got to put in the work every year like the shooting machine slots I didn't really to be completely honest take super seriously in first year because I was really working through my shot I was never a shooter in high school um if it was a good shooting day it was a big flute kind of a day <laughs> but 
uh, slowly but surely that kind of picked up. And then I think you just get more experience with getting the reps just through practices and putting in your own work. It just adds up over time. So I've been pretty lucky to have like pretty linear growth until this year a little bit. We've had some wobbles, but hopefully getting back up to a level that I can be pretty proud of. But yeah. How big is confidence? Huge for me, especially. But um, I think especially with girls as well. I think sometimes guys can kind of have they pump their own tires a little bit more easily. And oh, yeah. I think, I think girls tend to get a little bit more self-conscious about how they're playing or get in their own heads a little bit more. But for me, I know sometimes I just need to go into Damo's office and be like, look, I don't know what's going on. I do not feel good about how I'm playing right now. And then whether I need him to just gas me up a little bit and be like, you're good at basketball. It's okay. <laughs> or if I just need him to, maybe it's like a little technical thing that I'm doing, but uh, confidence is huge. Like shooting the ball, you're not going to shoot those threes if you're not feeling it that totally. day. So. Yeah, yeah. Is, is Dame pretty good for that? Like if you're having a rough day to just walk yeah, in? Yeah, he's, bench, he's so open door policy for sure. Like I, the number of times I've walked in there, just whether it's like school stress or family or anything at all, you just kind of can walk in. I remember like having a breakup and walking in the <laughs> office just crying and he's just right there, yeah. shoulder to cry, and doesn't <laughs> care. He's like, do you want a coffee, hot chocolate? So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, nice. for sure. He's definitely one of the best coaches I've ever had for making sure he takes care of his people. <laughs> While we're on the topic of shooting, uh, I know you had a question about the shooting. Yeah, game. yeah, this is a really stupid question, and maybe more so for active living. But do you know? Because, <laughs> like, okay, I was explaining Quite the to lead Jeremy. up here. <laughs> yeah. No, like, I, I've always been curious if the average Joe like me can rent or use the shooting gun unfortunately that's, no oh, as far as i am aware because i mean part of it like we have our own and then the boys have theirs yeah and they're i thought we would share that even but we don't because they're worried about like load on the machines anyways because right. we okay. do put up quite a few shots yeah. between like all the teams and sure. all the players so um no unfortunately oh, I've, i if if you see like me or one of the girls that you might know shooting you can for sure come down <laughs> and have a go for a while but otherwise i'm unfortunate well, i'm gonna take that knowledge <laughs> and if i ever see max on the shooting gun i am gonna rat him out so hard <laughs> yeah well, i don't know how much trouble you'd actually yeah. get in but <laughs> yeah as oh. long as you're supervised, I think that's part of the problem. So we used to, because the cage down there, we have it locked, yeah. right? Yeah. We used to have it unlocked or I don't oh. know, someone didn't lock it. And you'll you'll walk by and see some random people just shooting on the machine and everyone panics. Mm. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, we try and keep it within the circle. Yeah. yeah. May take you up on that at some point. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> you got to win your uh, campus rec league or what? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm back in a campus rec league this semester and, oh yeah uh, i'm more of a distributor like i have a facilitator little, yeah facilitator gotcha. yeah. yeah like i can't shoot to save my life but i can move the ball <laughs> that's around why pretty you well, the gun, so. right? yeah exactly yeah. exactly that's what i'm saying so <laughs> maybe you can invest in your own <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah that speaking of campus rec sports though mm -hmm. have you ever got the call or the text from some random team <laughs> they need a ringer whatever well, no you're not allowed right no we're yeah. not allowed to yeah. but i have a couple friends who like i used to play with or used to play on our team even uh, and I'll go and watch them. I was going to pretend to be their coach for the last semester, but didn't quite end up following through on that, unfortunately. But uh, no, not quite <laughs> received the call just yet. <laughs> Hoping for it. Maybe I'm not good enough. They're, not. They're looking for someone a little better than me. <laughs> um, 
talk to me a little bit about this season. Um, it's been a, a, obviously a really special season for you guys. Do the numbers even matter at this point, or are you just still focused on each game? Uh, we definitely are proud of the numbers. And sure, yeah. Yeah, I'd say um, even like the one loss that we have, we're all pretty choked over that one still from preseason. Um, I think that it's just game in, game out, though. It's it's every moment we got it. We've been talking a lot about pursuing moments recently through practices, through training, through games, um, especially just putting together like a full 40 minutes because we haven't really felt like we've done that yet. Mm. So there's definitely always something to be going after. And it's definitely, I mean, for me especially, I'm kind of like, well, this is it, right? So there's, we've talked quite a bit, like the other fifth years and stuff. And I think everyone kind of has that feeling like we've got a really good shot this year. So why not just go for it? Right. And I didn't want to take anything away from your 12 and 0. It was just, oh, no, no, no. Is it more, can it be a distraction? Can it? I think it can be a distraction okay. for sure, but I think we're trying to use it. I don't know. We don't we don't talk about it very much, I guess. But it's it's also like these games that we've had are games that we've definitely felt we should be winning. So I think part of it is like our best basketball, I think, can beat most teams' best basketball. Like I don't think – there's been other years where maybe our best basketball – uh, or we'll have to we have to play our best basketball and someone else has to play okay like and an we we game. could yeah. we could beat them but we're we're not really like guaranteed not that anything's guaranteed but you know what i mean like yeah if we put together a really good game and we play the way that we need to i think we can get what we want to get done yeah in spite of someone playing their best game too i i think so right. i believe so this year yeah yeah does do you attribute that to the personnel or is it like the people that you have on the team or is it like some different schemes you're running? Or? I think it's a big mix of circumstances. I think everything has to come together. I mean, that's kind of sport anyways. Yeah. Like so much of it is just luck too. Yeah. Like I feel really lucky to be with this group of girls at this time. We all get along so well. We've never really had a problem with that, which is huge. And I know other teams don't have that luxury. So that's been huge for us. And I think that everyone genuinely cares about their own development and the group development and each other and our coaching staff is so passionate. So I think it's just a whole combination of factors and it's sort of, you got, you need the perfect storm to do these kind of things anyway. So hopefully that just kind of keeps rolling our way, but yeah. So you were saying earlier that you're playing more post this year. Yeah. <laughs> How much do you hang out with Brett Layton? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could hang out with Brett Layton more. He's a pretty busy guy. So oh, yeah. I think Brett's awesome though. He's so cool to watch and You can learn a lot, I guess, right? Yeah, from yeah. yeah, the rebounding side. I was of too, right? <laughs> kinda rebounding for his son. He was helping him dunk yesterday <laughs> at U of L. So that was really cool. But no, I'd say Brett and I have different post game. Definitely not scoring forty points and getting twenty <laughs> rebounds, but uh working on it. <laughs> I mean, you had 40 points this weekend. You had 22 in the Thursday. and t- Yeah, it was my birthday that. weekend, so oh, that's there why. Go. Yeah. Oh, there you yeah. go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. Uh, yeah, trying to find my stride a little bit this year, for sure. It's been a bit bumpier than other years maybe have been for me, but I'm just going to keep sticking with it. And other girls are hitting great shots and playing really, really well this year, which is what we need at the end of the day anyways. So definitely not really focusing on – personal performances as much but it's always nice when you do have those games that can give you a bit of confidence 
So throughout the Canada West, is there a gym that you absolutely hate playing in? <laughs> yeah, worst locker room in Canada uh, West. Oh. Locker room experience, hardwood, whatever. There was, well, and then you said locker room. There's a really bad one that we were in in Montana, but um there was one that we were in montana and there were like literally bugs and like cockroaches in the showers and the lights and we were yeah we we didn't want to shower there we were like we went and talked to the gym manager we were like hey like i'm really sorry but is there any way there's anywhere else we can shower it's just really really gross um but as far as lights ubc is hard because they have these kind of like the best lights um go up into the ceiling instead of like down on you if that makes sense because then if you're like looking at a certain spot by like the rim or whatever sometimes you can't see it so Mm. a lot of like those kind of floating backboards are hard like u of a's is kind of tough it's just different it's not like you get used to it but i've definitely shot my fair share of air balls (laughs) from the corner in that (laughs) u of a gym (laughs) but yeah i think ubc i hadn't played in actually until this year so that was uh, definitely there's some spots on the floor you just don't really want to shoot from mm. <laughs> but no uh i would say yeah i would say uvc is tough uv is tough i'm trying to think of where else brandon has a really nice gym in manitoba even though i don't love going to brandon manitoba what? yeah why is that um <laughs> 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 i'm gonna leave that one to <laughs> I'm, I'm <just> personal <laughs> interpretation <laughs> but yeah, well, we're actually going to Winnipeg next weekend, so that'll be similar yeah. climate. <laughs> yes, oh, yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, no, I think I'm trying to think of the other gyms. I feel like there's something I must be leaving out, but Sask or uh, UNBC. I don't mind Sask. UNBC, I don't mind because my grandparents are my my family lives there, so oh, nice. yeah. yeah, I kind of it feels like I've got a little cheering section, yeah. so it's not too too bad. Um, Vic is really cool because the stands are really close to the court so it's a pretty cool environment it's pretty fun (laughs) i think on top of you yeah because i think sometimes like i love the jack obviously like playing here my whole life but um it feels empty a little bit sometimes for our games for sure so they do a good job at some other schools of kind of if it's a little bit lower or closer it feels like it's a bit more full a different atmosphere i guess awesome shall we get into some fan mail the mailbag. Fan mail. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I can start this one off if you want. There's a couple of your teammates that I, for my full-time job, interviewed mm-hmm. to kind of get the Dinos uh, athlete experience. I don't okay. know. If, I don't know if you listened to that one. I, I know. No, uh, I don't know if I have. Anyway, it's not a big deal. But they they were so kind enough to give me some info on you. To <laughs> oh dear. Get 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 your take on it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, there's a, there's a handful of different things. I guess I'll start with your wallet trouble. So apparently <laughs> you have a quote-unquote obsession with leaving your wallet anywhere. I haven't for a long time, in my defense. <laughs> okay. I did have a bad streak there for a little bit. Um, not just my wallet, my ID. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've lost my wallet on the road. I only lost my wallet once on the road. But I did. The problem too is like you need it to fly home, of course, right? So, yeah, of course. so I can't remember when the first time <laughs> was that I did it. Going to Thompson Rivers, I left my ID on the plane. They lost. They, uh, they say they lost. They couldn't find it. Yeah. <laughs> it was on the. I had it when I got on the plane. I didn't have it when I got off on uh, the plane. So we had to Greyhound bus my passport. No um, way. Oh my to Thompson wow. Rivers, and it actually made it. So I did get to go home yeah. with everyone. So that was really nice. 
um in victoria one time they like sometimes want you to give a piece of id to get the key for the change room right i just i wasn't the one who gave the key back so um i completely forgot about it as well and then left my id at the gym and i don't know if you know like victoria how it's kind of situated but the gym and like the school is not close to the airport at all it's like a 30 plus minute drive yeah so we're at the airport and i'm about to check in and i'm i think i just got my boarding pass and i looked at our assistant coach and i was like matt my id is at the gym still and ours was the last flight going out that night of course it was (laughs) the airport's closing in 20 minutes and so we call and this poor girl who worked at like the active living desk there or whatever drives it all the way from the gym to the airport and so i managed to get home get on the plane wow um and we made it but i think some of the girls were trying to help out had a bit of a noise complaint because they were singing and trying to (laughs) delay the flight (laughs) as best as they could and it was a full flight and i was not popular there's a big slow clap when i finally arrived but yeah i think that's most of the extent of my id and wallet troubles but yeah knock on wood we're past those days (laughs) but we'll see (laughs) so going back to your rookie year there's Mm -hmm. some that believe that uh you tried so hard to be included and accepted (laughs) as and so you would actually ask people if they were your if you were the favorite rookie yeah i i apparently i said that i don't recall those exactly being my words i definitely was scared a lot of the time so I, w- I wanted to hang out with everyone really badly um i can feel myself blushing now because it <laughs> definitely happened but yeah i i was a little insecure in first year i'll admit that any but, regrets though like any um, advice to rookies coming in yeah should you try hard to be accepted? no but i wouldn't <laughs> yeah i would i i would maybe play it a little bit differently if i could have that back but i had a great time in my first year so even if i was trying pretty hard it was a blast. So <laughs> I don't know. Half a regret, I guess. <laughs> don't worry. We've had plenty of stories about that. Our favorite one might be Cristiano oh. uh, from men's soccer. He was gassing himself up so much. It was hilarious. He was talking <laughs> about how he would tell people he was like sponsored by Nike. Yeah. Just so that he could. <laughs> he was in commercials and all that stuff. And like his mom oh was a Nike goodness. rep. and like. Yeah. So he had all the gear yeah. and stuff. Oh yeah. He, he did not hold that close to the chest. Like that was like first day. It's just like, yeah, sponsored by Nike. He's like, no, yeah. like, we love you. Cristiano. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, so the big one that I got was this incident down in Winnipeg where you wanted to go get McDonald's. Oh my goodness. But, uh, and Who they did created, you talk to? They created a search party because they were afraid that you were, you went missing. So, so you lost your wallet and then they lost you? Like, no, I yeah. didn't lose my wallet on that trip. <laughs> no, 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 no. In Winnipeg. Yeah. It wasn't just me. I didn't go by myself. I wasn't crazy, crazy. But um, it was it was after a successful weekend. It was our first away trip. It was my first away trip as a rookie. And um, we went out and I remember it was Freya Schmidt and I. Freya is now on the track team. Um, and we decided we wanted McDonald's and looked at my phone, thought it was pretty close. I was like, let's just walk there. We're big walkers. We love a little bit of adventure. So nighttime um, in Winnipeg. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we were playing U of M though. So it's different. It's not like the downtown, downtown Winnipeg. Like it's still not the best call. So we walked to McDonald's and then we're walking back. I don't know why we weren't looking at our phones. It's just like one of those things. Um, and we finally get back to the hotel. I didn't have a jacket. 
um it was like probably early november but when cool cool yeah yeah (laughs) and i remember i think it was all of the seniors um and they were a pretty commanding group at the time and all dressed in their big coats and their mittens and big boots and Fran and I are walking back and we're so excited to see everyone. We're like, hi, how's it going? And so excited. And they're like, all right, outside now. And we're just kind of like shivering a little bit. And they started yelling at us and they're like, you didn't tell anyone where you were going. And so uh, they thought we were missing for a bit. But then we ordered pizza and everything was fine. And yeah, McDonald's was a lot further. than It was it was a three kilometer walk, I think. At, at about 1 a.m that's still pretty worth it I so mean, when, you're, yeah. when you're craving mcdonald's I have it's just like no i was gonna say no regrets but <laughs> i feel a little bit bad because they were pretty worried about yeah. us but it turned out fine so all's i heard well that you almost well. consumed the wrong burger though oh yeah um they what's, that, what's that all about <laughs> they gave us a filet fish oh and i didn't i didn't even look at it i was just at that point where it's like I, anything that there is in this box like it's warm i want it i'm yeah. gonna eat it yeah. So I, I cracked open the box and I'm about to shove this thing in my mouth. And Freya was like, no, 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 this isn't our sandwich. And then we took it back, got the right one, and then went back to the hotel after that. But And then I also remember, because I don't know why we also wanted pizza after that, but it's a big staying night. around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was night. realizing now it was high caloric consumption, yeah, that event. But I remember sitting on the, we were in the lobby just waiting for our pizza to be ready. And... I don't remember what happened, but Animal, I was sitting behind her and she threw her head back and smoked me in the nose. So I was like crying, but just because I, you know, when you get hit in the nose, like you just got tears. Oh, yeah. yeah Anyways, yeah. and then I'm also just a bit like at that point. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm still having such a great time. And I remember smiling, being like, I'm having so much fun, but it's just like on, tears, tears like. everywhere. And when we walked over to the pizza place and I'm still crying, and then we sat in the pizza place for. Our, 20 minutes and they're like okay you guys got to get out of here and we're like we ordered a pizza (laughs) and then (laughs) sat in there on the floor and ate it and then went to bed but yeah that was one of the more wild trips i guess (laughs) not only first year but ever that i've been on but yeah it was a great time (laughs) um you mentioned uh kind of uh just barely a little bit about beef, uh, kind of in terms <laughs> of, you know, calling plays and stuff. Uh, one thing I was told about uh, that, uh, from your teammates, they told mm-hmm. me to ask about this beef with UFV in oh. particular <laughs> and to explain the quote-unquote keep your head up story. Oh, my goodness. Bobby Joe. Um, so anytime <laughs> we play Fraser Valley – they're a very physical team, and I would say we usually don't really back down from physicality either. Give I've heard right us back, described yeah. as like a bully kind of team, which I don't really agree with, but we play physical, yeah. so I get that. Um, anyways, anytime we play Fraser Valley, especially there, because the refs don't really give us a lot, um, it gets pretty heated. So <laughs> we we also just always play them like we play them in playoffs quite a few times in the last uh, couple of years and it definitely gets intense. So I think what happened that play, because I never, I, I'm, I'm the person who breaks it up. I don't, right. I don't yeah. like to, Peace I, I want to yeah. stand up for my teammates, sure. but I'm also not about to say anything too stupid or. You don't start stuff, right? No, yeah. not a big yeah. instigator. So um, what happened was, I think it might've been after a free throw or someone had shot it and. I'm pretty sure Bobby got two hands shoved in the back by Claggett 
and I it was Taylor Claggett is sorry this uh girl on Fraser Valley and I'm sure she's a really sweet girl I don't really know her personally but she's very physical um and definitely gets pretty heated herself and so does Bobby yeah. <laughs> I will also admit uh and so she got shoved to the ground I remember picking Bobby up quickly like kind of from behind I was like behind her I tried to pick her up and then run back on defense so that we wouldn't be too down in numbers and I was guarding so play was still going yeah play didn't stop um refs didn't call it no 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 no. yeah Katie got two hands shoved a weekend ago against UNBC yeah you get missed up in transition all the time so um we were running back on defense and I knew something was wrong because I'm guarding Taylor Clegg I think she was dribbling and then Bobby's coming out of nowhere behind. And I was like, Bobby, get out, get out, get out. I like, didn't know if she was trying to trap her or like double team. I wasn't really sure what was going on. And then uh, I knew she was pissed. I could see it in her eyes. And then uh, I think that Taylor shot it or something or I don't remember what happened. But Bobby kind of is standing over her at the end. They're swearing at each other. And I think it was just a double tech situation. And Damo wasn't even mad. He was kind of like, yeah, like, that's what that's what happens. Like, yeah. I like the fire and yeah. stuff. And I was sort of like, OK, everyone, calm down. Like, it's OK. And I'm trying to stand up and kind of push them apart. And then so that was a bit of a spicy game. And then it was after the game. I don't even remember. I think it was after the it was the, that was the first game. Um, and it was, it was closer than it should have been. We didn't play amazing. Um, and then we had our post game and the way that their locker room works is you're in this, I don't know who, what team it was, but we thought that like Taylor Claggett had forgotten something in there. Cause she knocked on the door and she was like, Oh, like, sorry, you guys not done yet. Mm. And Damon was like, no, like, thanks. It, uh, t- like, yeah, <laughs> see you later sort of thing. Yeah. And then we all got changed and I'm almost always like the slowest. So I was just walking out with Bobby at the end and Taylor was waiting for us, like by the water fountains as you walk back to the gym. And she just looks at Bob and she goes, Hey, keep your head up tomorrow. And Bobby and I were walking past and I was just like, all right, keep walking. Like this is not happening right now. But I was, I was like, that was really dumb. And then, so the next day, oh my um, God. <laughs> we're in pregame and Bobby starts playing. I don't even know who it's by that song. Like, but you got to keep your head up. Whoa. Like, I'm not going to pretend. Do you know, know what that, I'm talking but... about though? Like I can't, it's going to be bad that I can't remember what the song is actually called or who it's by. But anyways, we're, we asked the, um, bench, like the table right. to play that song in warm up, <laughs> and so we're, we're games, all singing along. And they, they also just thought it was hilarious because yeah. Bobby has some friends on that team anyway. So it was never going to really escalate yeah. to anything crazy, but it was just something that we all kind of joke about now. We played them three times in preseason this year. So we had that song in every warm up, and now it's just a fun little memory. <laughs> so yeah, long story short. <laughs> um, I'm kind of curious. I always ask this with every guest that we have minus track. Because I don't think it really exists in track in terms mm-hmm. of trash talking, right. and, and you mentioned it that you know, like you're not much of an instigator. You'd rather break them up, whatever. Um, but what, you know, f- of what you can share, like what is generally like the rule of thumb for trash talk? Because I know, you know, hockey generally speaking, like it's literally anything, whether it's the right. way they skate or like their helmets <laughs> a little bit crooked, like they'll carve you for anything. Yeah, so, kind of curious what it is for women's basketball. Um, I might not be the person to ask for this. Yeah. I don't really know. Like, I think a lot of the time, 
if you kind of like beat someone, you might say something or I have heard girls say stuff after like a big block or um, an and one is a lot of the time. I know people say like, get off me and stuff, <laughs> yeah, but classic. Um, I would say like it's more what we do. Like I will partake in trying to maybe heckle like the boys teams that are playing after our game or right. something. And then we'll go for the shoes sometimes um sometimes it's a little bit shallow the looks yeah. sometimes someone looks like they're in high school yeah. <laughs> sometimes someone might be a dad yeah. like father of four you never know um i'm trying to think of what other ones we've had or if they have any resemblance to anyone yeah, you know yeah. you just gotta tear yeah. them apart on that sometimes they'll look up their names oh and yeah then, you do a little research yeah you do a little bit of background check out their yeah. and stuff and <laughs> that, that, maybe next time yeah, that's yeah. a good idea we'll see oh but yeah, we will go in depth every once in a while, but it depends. Sometimes like if we're winning by a ton, it's like, yeah. okay, we'll let you Board speaks for handle itself. your own thing. Yeah. yeah. But um, especially if someone else is doing a lot of trash talking, like sitting by us or something, then it's a competition. Yeah. So never backing down from that one. <laughs> if, if you're not the person to ask who is on the team. Bobby Joe, right? Courtney, definitely a little bit. Um, I think... The other one, like, I don't, it's not even really trash talking, but if people are like, if it's getting pretty chippy, like people are fouling quite a bit or stuff's being called, not being called. Um, Katie likes to stand up and make sure that, you know, not to mess with us. Um, Definitely a bit of foul language, (laughs) but yeah, I don't know. I'm not really the person to know necessarily. Sorry, I couldn't help you out more. It's good. This one here says that, you have a habit of covering yourself in fake tattoos for BSD. <laughs> we did that once. <laughs> um, so yeah. not quite a habit, but... No, but Michaela and I definitely have an affinity for temporary tattoos. No, I don't have a real tattoo. I would be open to getting one um, if my mom wouldn't disown me for it, but... <laughs> Uh, we've had talks about some of the girls and I've had talks about getting ones if we win nationals. Um, but yeah, no temporary tattoos are where it's at right now. But would you ever go into a game with a temporary tattoo on or was that too, is that too much ammunition for the other team? Um, I don't know. I might <laughs> consider it actually. Just a dino's logo. On your yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just get a sleeve of yeah. temporary tattoo. Yeah. Half well, sleeve. for my... <laughs> For my um, high school graduation photo, I wore, like, because you have your nice pictures, right? And then you can do your, like, whatever thing. So I wore, like, one of those sleeves that you can pull on. Mm, And then I had, like, a wristband and a headband and um, tried to make it look like I was a real baller. But I just am really not (laughs) bad at all. So, yeah. No, I, I don't know if I would do it in a real game or not, but... It would probably be something silly. Like, oh, actually, I've worn like a little for Valentine's Day one time. I got everyone little Valentines and they all had little puppy tattoos. <laughs> and then I had a puppy on my arm or something. But that was just to like stay calm. <laughs> yep. I also heard that you like goats. Goats. Yeah. yeah. Are we talking about the actual animal <laughs> or the phrase greatest of all time? <laughs> what are we talking about here? More so the animal, I would say. Um, but plead, plead your case. <clears throat> well... I don't really know. I just think they're really fun. I like the little ones that jump around a lot and 
it's almost like goat parkour you know i had a big parkour phase um <laughs> and if you actually katie, inspired by goats yeah katie upham uh she used to have a bunch of those fainting goats i don't know if you've oh, ever seen those oh, YouTube videos. that is that is classic and you, like you scare YouTube, them and yeah. they just pass out yeah. or they're not really but they're paralyzed for half a minute um she it's not them it's she used to have those yeah nova scotia i don't know oh. you can ask her it sounds like a weird place i've never been so <laughs> <laughs> pretty cool though i'm dying to go to nova scotia but um yeah she used to have a bunch of goats and she said you can't scare them too much though because it's bad for them so keep that in mind if you ever have a, a fainting goat but i really i've never seen the fainting goats in real life but it's up on my list for sure <laughs> Yeah, first qu- for, or first thing that they that your teammates told me to you know get you to chat about a little bit was you being clumsy. Right. Um, <laughs> I have running into a wall, uh, falling in the gym while coaching, ripping your leggings, oh. slicing your hand on a hike. Like there's all kinds of yeah. things. So no coordination. You'd think I would maybe be a little bit better <laughs> at, but uh, the running into the wall incident was in grade eleven. Um, I thought the, it was in, I don't know if you guys have ever been in the Churchill, Winston Churchill gym. It's like pretty yeah. close to yeah, here. Went to Churchill. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I was playing there, um, grade 11 and it was a long pass that the other team had thrown. I was trying to tip it out of bounds on defense and oh, no. I didn't see where I thought I was falling at like the free throw line, but it was like almost the baseline. Oh. So I tripped on this other girl who I was, uh, who was on the other team and then I bounced off the ground head first into the wall. Um, and so there's actually a video of it on my Instagram. If you want to check it out. But yeah, that was bad. Um, I, the worst part of it actually, because I had a minor concussion, which kind of to be expected is a concrete wall. But Ooh, like um, any, any padding? Or like- no, because the padding in that gym doesn't go all the way across the wall. It was just like, because it wasn't like right behind the basket. It was kind of like near the corner. Okay. Um, but I broke my thumb a little bit and then I, it hurt to like, it was my right hand. I couldn't really catch oh, like no. I could, it just hurt, but it was fine. Um, but yeah, that was <laughs> one incident <laughs> and then coaching. I don't know if it was my shoes, the floors just got redone, but I had a bit of a spill in front of everyone. Uh, just tripped on my own toes yeah, and then ripped a hole in my pants, <laughs> which sucked. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> the hiking incident. <laughs> I w- was jokingly talking about racing to the car. Um, took off, but like sort of was looking behind me, sort of wasn't paying attention. Had already run a 3K time trial that day, for the record. Like put in a bit of work. Like I was pretty tired. Um, and then I think we were 200 meters from the parking lot or something <laughs> stupid. Like it was really dumb. But I, I fell. I tripped on a route. I sliced my hand open. I kind of like got up laughing. I thought I just scraped myself. Yeah, and then I looked at my hand. Yeah. It was gushing blood. I had to get, I think it was like 15 stitches or Holy something. Holy Toledo. So, yeah. It's this hand here. Oh yeah. That's yeah, a joke. So, <laughs> yeah. Less than ideal. But <laughs> so that was, <laughs> I think, I can't remember. I think it was second year, the end of second year that that happened. I couldn't play for five weeks. So Damo wasn't super impressed, but it was off season. So. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Yeah, less sure, than ideal yeah. but there's definitely been other instances i was it was worse in first year i hopefully am <laughs> outgrowing that but um i remember tripping five on oh like 
slipping on anything i've sprained my own ankle on nothing a couple times last year was a pretty bad one against u of a <laughs> i was just stepping and i stepped on the side of my foot and like second degree sprain we had a game the next day i was like well <laughs> taper up but <laughs> yeah. time to learn how to walk again right <laughs> yep so no definitely had some struggles staying on my feet <laughs> okay we'll end it with this uh again thank you for joining us today and you know yeah, working sure. with our technical difficulties <laughs> um team retreat at your grandparents house yeah in penticton <laughs> back in summer 2018 uh, yep. can you shed a little light on that <clears throat> uh so my grandpa's gotta be or my papa is what we call him he's gotta be one of the biggest fans of our team he my granny as well like they both love to watch us play uh they came to california in my first year when we went there went to la for christmas um as a team right after christmas we had a big tournament which was really cool and they came to watch um but so he'd been bugging me for a bit he always wanted like damo's phone number like (laughs) and i really tried to avoid that (laughs) interaction really happening but now i think damo might be going to a golf tournament or something with him in the spring so i yeah i really didn't end up facilitating that relationship (laughs) the way that i thought i might but anyways he really really wanted to have us out um they have a really we're really lucky we have a really nice place in penticton uh up overlooking the lake so beautiful beautiful place i've spent most of my summers i've been there for at least a little bit of the time throughout all the busy scheduling but um so we got the team out which was pretty cool to kind of share that with everyone. And we had, I think it was two RVs parked in the driveway to try and help sleep everyone. Some girls were, I was sleeping on the floor. Uh, There's some bunk beds, a couple other guest bedrooms, but it was definitely a full house. We always, we like to carry a pretty big roster. So um, I think it was at least like 20 girls and then, our coaches and oh, coaches joined too yep yeah. yep so we practice throughout that time for sure yeah. it's not you're not just going somewhere to go yeah. somewhere <laughs> that's definitely not part of our scheduling uh thus far but yeah it was a really great trip we got to um that was a while ago i'm trying to think what all we did well let me cut in here with 20 girls what yeah. was the hot water shower situation like? <laughs> that seems we we showered Terrifying. at the gym if I can remember correctly for part of the time. They have a the Okanagan College there is actually a beautiful oh. gym, yeah. um, really nice like big glass walls and big wood beams. Not a big architecture person, but yeah. think it was pretty impressive. <laughs> um, so it was really really cool. We'd practice there sometimes twice a day. Sometimes we do something fun in the mornings or afternoons. Like we go uh, raft like float the channel there. It's like mm. a pretty slow float, but yeah. a nice afternoon. And we went to the beach a couple times. Did a bit of a hike. Uh, you gotta watch out for some snakes no. sometimes. I'm out. Yeah, let's they're, not they're, talk about they that. haven't really <laughs> been. I've I think I've seen snakes there maybe three times, like of however many years that I've been going there. But Michaela's terrified of snakes. Are they just like so garter snakes? Like they have some rattlesnakes. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Noise. It's like the no. kind of desertish climate. climate yeah, so. Gotcha. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> so that wasn't popular with everyone. <laughs> um, but it was a really, really special trip. And I it was really awesome to be able to go and share that with everyone. We watched a live performance of, there's this band called Begonia. Um, and so we got to go and see them play as this kind of dinner theater place. 
and they're actually coming to Calgary, no I think, soon. So we might go and see them again and nice. try and catch up. But they took a big picture with us. They gave us their set list, and they were super sweet. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah, it was a really good time. Definitely brought us a lot closer. So those are the kind of experiences and moments that you're just never going to forget. So, yeah, feeling really lucky to be part of that. <laughs> well, thanks so much for coming in. Yeah, Pleasure thanks having for you having on. me. Yeah, thank you. This episode of Dinos Unfiltered is a presentation of Dinos Athletics. Episodes are available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and our website, godinos.com. Make sure to check out the website or the Go Dinos app for schedules and tickets to all your favorite games. And if you can't make it out to the game, remember that our games are streamed on Canada West TV presented by Co-op. Thanks to my special guests today and hope you'll join us in the next episode. 